0: The same thing, but either way, we are here recording another beautiful episode of uh, the Grunge Ball podcast on a Friday night. We have our producer in house, Drew McFadden, and obviously Chris Salona, Ethan Shalloway here. And uh, yeah, man, I, lo- I love these Friday episodes because I know when we're doing a Friday episode, it's for us, and tonight's for us. Um, you know, we say that every so often, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, how you guys doing tonight?
1: Doing great. That's not what you told me earlier. (laughs) I have to to lie for the audience. (laughs) No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm all right. I'm I'm towing the line. I'm I'm fine. I am fine. (laughs) It's all fine. I'm a little tired, but Ethan, you're right. Um, I almost mildly were was looking forward to doing this. So this is good that we're doing it, and I'm happy to be doing it with you two individuals.
2: Yeah, I'm good. It's, I, a good it's, start. Not like I, it's not like I hear you guys enough. <laughs> Here we are.
1: Here we are again. <laughs> Ethan, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, it was it was a Great. solid week. Uh, it was a
0: light day of work, so I was able to get my uh, I would get my training done early. Come back and kind of rest a little bit. You know, I had kind of didn't do much um, leading up to this. Just ate uh, right before it, so I'm pretty excited.
1: Um, Very necessary.
0: Got some Coors Banquet, I guess. Shout out to those guys, since no one, no one will sponsor us. We just got to have a, a, a hodgepodge <laughs> of uh
1: golden beers. Colorado, yeah,
0: yeah, just random stuff. So, um, so this episode we got q and A Q&A set up. So we have a bunch of uh, great questions or not so great from the people that sent in, and then we have some of our own. So we're just gonna kind of ping pong back and forth and uh, you know, have some fun. So I'm yeah, looking forward think, to
1: it. I think we have to rate the questions, honestly, too. I think we do, yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's good, some, Drew. Some of them are bad. Most <laughs> most of them. I mean, we'll get into it later. We'll get into it later. into
0: I like it. Um, but first of all, we do have to thank some people. So, Drew, do uh, you want to you go ahead and, and do this whole spiel? Because you've heard it enough, right? you want to thank the patrons for us this time? <laughs>
2: yeah, you still read <laughs> off of it. <laughs> No, I don't know any of the patrons. I don't memorize them. Nah, well, no, I know. I'm
1: just. What's the producer supposed to be doing, anyways? Um, yeah, we would love to uh, love to thank uh, everybody out there who's supporting us on Patreon. Um, as you may know, um, all of your hard-earned dollars do not go into Ethan's pockets or into my pockets. They go into Drew McFadden's pockets <laughs> because he is the producer and he makes all of this happen. And as we've said, he needs a raise. Like yearly
2: review. Yesterday. Yearly, yearly review. Right? Yeah, this is
1: your performance <laughs> review, Drew. <laughs> um, this is it. a live performance yes. review. It. <laughs> we, we didn't tell you this, but this is why you're here. Um, this is why we, we flaked on you last Friday. But we're here now, um, and we would like I to thank the following people of our top tier on Patreon for uh, helping to give Drew the money that he uh, so dutifully earns every single week uh, producing us. And uh, that list as it stands today on Friday, October the 28th is Faith Bittner, Chris LSMS, Sonny Mashburn, Lauren Irene, Millie Release, Nikki Six, Alexis Shannon, Marianne, Jade Mercado, Doug Endy, Black Hole Sean, Captain Hightop, Fuck Soup, Rachel Corning, Darian Riddle, Alex Long, Jamie Lynn, What the Fuck's Up Denny's, our number one fan from Australia. Wayne Staley, Carleen Salona, Seattle 4 fanboy from New Jersey, Brother Nature, Fresh Tendonitis, Kitty Cooper, Blue Owl, Kara Kay, I Hate Your Mom, Shoe the Shoeless, and Eddie Vedder Got Me Through My Second Divorce. So thank you all. Uh, well I guess uh Drew should be thanking you all yeah, not I was us. Say, I, was I wasn't say. even
0: asking Drew to like read the names off. I just wanted to thank <laughs> I just wanted him to thank the patrons cuz they're the one that pay the people that pay you like <laughs> I, gonna, I just wanted I you s- to be like hey you know thanks for the support guys and the
2: reviews
0: and yeah. whatever and instead he, you know he said nah.
2: I was going to say with the list that long and you still can't afford to pay me more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. It sounds like some people need to raise Dude, their membership dues.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. We need renew renewing of members and all that. And I was so wanted to, uh, roast you drew <laughs> when he, when he was talking about, uh, I just wanted to roast you right before that really bad, <laughs> but
1: I held off. It's not like you don't I do don't. enough of that regularly. Anyways
0: don't
2: no.
1: know.
2: I love getting roasted.
1: Yeah, I know. All right, let's get into some questions. I think it's time. Yeah, let's do it, Ethan. Do you have the question list handy as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Great. And I have my own questions too. Oh, we have uh, <laughs> from the pen of Ethan Shalloway. Well, Ethan, how about you start us off here? I want to, want to see where you uh, you decide okay. to take us. Yeah. Well, this is actually a question not related to music.
0: Uh, <laughs> Great. Actually, this no. Your... Uh, no, nah, we'll go. We'll go with you. So. Obviously we've had some people on some interviews and I just want to ask if if we could have anybody on the Grunge Bible podcast to interview and to have a conversation with right now. So obviously past um passed away people don't count. Um who, <laughs> <Okay>. obviously <laughs>
2: alive people only. Yeah.
0: So uh yeah, who would you guys who would you, if you guys could book anybody for the show, who would it be?
2: Anybody?
1: I mean I yeah would like to make to, select, to make the
2: show to elevate the show. Yeah.
1: I would like to select Drew McFadden. Oh. We got him. <laughs> we did it. This is it. Now we can end the show. That's actually that's a good that's question. A, yeah. Ethan, do you have any that come to mind considering that you uh answered <laughs> the question? <laughs> yeah, while we while we we're percolating here, the, there's there's some some the gears are shifting. It's been a long week.
2: Yeah. Simon yeah. Cow
1: would be really cool. Simon
2: Simon Cow would be cool. He uh that'd be a good talk. Be, why why
0: do you say that? Because he is, you know, obviously he's like a voice of opinion that people obviously really want to hear. Like you know, he yeah, he's, well, he's I, got that I,
2: You know how like you start books sometimes but then you don't necessarily finish them? I started Re- reading, reading, reading or writing. reading. reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, reading. Like, uh, I started reading his biography. I think, uh, a long time ago, and it just was an interesting story. I couldn't repeat it necessarily, beat beat for beat, but you know, started working at uh, it was similar to to what I did. Started working in the industry for free, um, and just you know, it's Simon Cow right. Uh, but I think there are certain people in certain industries where. They just have a knack for just being successful, and I don't think it's by accident, you know? Like, he, you know, really famous off of uh, uh, American Idol, British Britain's Got Talent. I think he co- kind of co-founded that. Um, discovered, you know, One Direction. You know, all these, like, very... There's no formula to why it's successful, but for some reason, like a Dave Grohl... It's like why? Why is everything that he touches
1: gold? I don't know. Right, almost Some to the point that it, that it looks like it's easy because everything that they do, they just kind of hit out of the park. When mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think just gle-
2: gleaning something from a brain like that would be would be cool.
0: That's a good answer. I I, I didn't think. Um, well, yeah, that's a good answer. I I kind of figured you would kind of go outside of music a little bit. I mean, he's still I mean, he's still involved in the industry, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's people that wear just like, I mean, Kafaro is is one of those people that only wears straight black shirt. Simon Mm -hmm. Cowell does it. Gordon Ramsay, just black shirt. That's all they wear. You know those guys mean business.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Um, Chris,
0: how about you? You you got anything on the top of your head?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, I would select, in music, um, I would select Bruce Springsteen. Um, I love Mm. that man. Um, I think the boss, yeah, the boss, he's the boss for a reason. Um, I value his music. It's given a lot to me personally. I, everything that he's done, I think is incredible. And I think he has a really cool perspective and he certainly seems to have acquired a lot of wis- wisdom and perspective, you know, over the years. And I like any sort of conversation or interview that he's done. I always love listening to him. It seems like uh, you know, he's re- really, really well thought out and measured in the way that he thinks. And he has a you know good thought processes and everything. And I think mm-hmm. you can anybody that brings perspective like that to the table, I think you can learn a lot from by having conversations with them. And I mean, I idolize him as a musician. I mean, he's one of my all time favorites, too. So uh, it's kind of a, you know, multifaceted reasoning behind that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Does, he have a, does he have a movie coming out?
1: Um, so did he I hear did that somewhere, uh, he, he may, um, he did, he, he released a movie, um, that accompanied his, uh, Western stars album a couple years ago, but then they also turned blinded by the light, I think into a song, into a movie slash like musical type thing. Like a few years ago. Mm. Um, yeah. I didn't see that one though. He may though. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta catch up on my boss. <laughs> What's your answer? E?
0: Yeah, I would, I kind of would, uh, I like both of your answers, obviously. Um, I think Thank I would you. go for the, uh, a little wow factor. I feel like John Mayer would be really good.
1: I he's was almost really going current. to say John Mayer.
0: Yeah. Um, I just think that, I mean, like, I mean, Bruce is still current, I guess. And I mean, John, I mean, John's getting old too, but, um, I don't think that he's going to be done making music after he's done with the dead, the dead. Well, he'll company. be, he'll
1: be like a Bob Weir type. He'll always be in the arena he dies. <laughs> yeah, I think that he would be really interesting. I
0: mean, he's worked with a lot of people and he has a lot of people's respect, so he's probably he, I mean, these all the all three of these guys have brushed shoulders with everybody, but uh mm-hmm. totally. Yeah, I mean, he would just be he's just one of the guys I just think is really interesting and I don't know, yeah. you know. Who knows what how the conversation could go, so
2: yeah. Well, my my old mentor Tim sonnefeld met him. Uh didn't get to work with him, but just it was like a, you know, capital or sunset studios one of those just like in the lounge area just like you know tim's sitting there like drinking a coffee or whatever and john mayer just walks in sits down and and they just like shoot the shit for a little bit they're just like "See, so like strats <laughs> <laughs> as a matter of fact i do It's <laughs> yeah, awesome you know
0: introduce yourself like
1: yeah.
2: you are yeah, he said yeah he's a really really cool guy really down to earth yeah
1: yeah he's he's really cool and he's he's I think professionally and personally he's experienced a lot too and I mean he, his first couple of albums were a big big deal and then you know he kind of just became like the the local asshole for a while and everybody's opinion of him kind of plummeted because of it you know I think a lot of the things that he said and did but seems like he's kind of matured a lot and has like is coming at it you know music and and just life through like a different perspective i think Uh, he he referred to himself once as a recovering ego addict which i thought was uh really funny and really i think nuanced and insightful when you look at yourself because i think anybody in that in that arena who's had that much success especially that young i think you know ego it's impossible to you know not let that elevate you a little bit so it's always interesting to see how people manage that and and how that impacts them, and I think he has a lot of perspective on that because it happened to him. Yeah, yeah.
2: there's a r- lot of really cool videos on YouTube of him, <laughs> little snippets that I like. You, you guys ever watch uh, Talking Watches?
1: Oh, I think, with, I think, I, I, I think I saw that one. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yep, he's like a him. you know collects watches. Yes.
2: Um, I, I, it's this guy who hosts this. You know, they have a show for everything, on, especially on YouTube. And it's all about people who have a passion for collecting watches and going into like the history of them and just like, and John Mayer is on two episodes Hmm. um, and he brings his like watch collection and I like watches. Uh, My father likes watches, so I've watched them, but like they really like know their stuff. Like I don't, you know, I don't know anything really about watch. I just like, uh, I just have a few, but that's really cool. And then uh, another cool one to check out of him is he did uh, on Barbara Streisand's, like one of her latest, most recent records. She did a documentary and there's a little bit of it on YouTube and he sings and plays on one and there's just like this footage of him in the studio and they're like, you know, I think like, can you just make it a little bit like, it should lead up a little bit different or whatever? And he's just like, Oh, okay. Go ahead. Being, okay. you know, and it just virtuoso, just like, and everybody's just like, "Fuck yeah, that's that's exactly what it had to be." Right? So cool. Yeah. And he's just like, like it, yeah, like okay. <laughs> yeah. Good.
1: Yeah. That's amazing.
2: Cool. Okay. Rating the question. That was a good question.
1: That was so. What do we want the scale to be? One to five, like five stars. Uh,
2: should Instead
0: we make it one to a hundred?
1: <laughs> that's too. That's too much. I, I uh, think we got percentage based. You know, that no. Is, you know, let's let's do let's do pitch, pitchfork style one to ten. Fuck pitchfork. Yeah, because we love pitchfork. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That was right. that was like an eight 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 six. I think eight point nice. six. Eight that's six. Good. No. Well, okay. Well then kidding.
2: if it no, that's his no, it's opinion, fine. man. It's, it's
1: fine though, Drew, because then you give it like a six-two and then you just average it out. We'll knock it down and the yeah. sevens. It'll be so great.
0: now Drew, you actually have all the power. Whatever you think it should be, <laughs> give it just a two low to yeah, low ball, and then you get exactly what you want.
1: Yep. See, so there's 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 a method to all of this. That's funny. Drew's that's
2: smart. Funny. What's next? Um, I have a
1: question. It? Oh yeah, we well, need to rating you before I ask it? this question.
2: Rating,
0: yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> like sunny. Uh, yeah. uh, seven two. That was good. That was okay. Right.
1: There you go. Seven two. All right. Next question here. Um, this comes from the one and only Chris Cafaro, and he asks, "Who is your favorite?" Gu- uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Who is your favorite? <laughs> Who is your favorite photographer? And that's easy. It's either Charles Peterson or Danny Clinch. Oh, uh, no, I'm just I'm just kidding. It's it's Chris Kafaro for me. Uh absolutely. I'm I, I I believe that, and I'm also obligated to say that at this point.
0: <laughs> I, I think funny. that Kafaro is the man. I mean, and his, his, his cool. photos, like the stuff he was I don't know. I'd like to see if you had a, a number on the amount of people, I don't want to say famous people, you know, but like the people that he's, I mean, it's such a wide variety. And it's gotta it got to be in the goes, thousands. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I don't know if there's other photographers that have taken such a variety as he has. I mean, he's, a hustler, you know? yeah, he's a hustler. Yeah, he's a hustler. And he's so damn nice. And he's been great to us. Um, Drew, I don't know. He hooked Adam up with a nice Gwen Stefani print. Uh, Dude, I heard. Yeah, because obviously Adam Adam did us real solid by letting us stay because you were moving around and whatnot, and mm-hmm. and uh, Chris was like, no problem, like tell him to come over and he can pick which, whichever one he wants. And I was like, that's, that's unreal. Dope. Yeah, so he's he's a real solid dude too. On top of his, you know, photographs are great. Um, yeah. he's got a good unique style.
2: I don't Could certainly I don't, agree. I'm not privy enough in and photography, too. Well, yeah, I agree have, too. I
1: I don't have like a, a in, who in my head. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm
2: probably I'm probably my favorite photographer. There you go. Wow. <laughs> that's like good. Uh,
0: that's a solid question. Yeah, um, that, was, that was a great. I'd, question. I'd, I'd I'd rate the question higher than the answers. I mean.
1: Yeah.
2: No, if 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 we were cultured, that's what I'm enough, saying. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That,
0: that's that's a good, that's good. Right now, it's a good question. But I that's guess a it would question be... that doesn't
2: get asked enough, I feel.
0: Well, I mean, but but people ask what your favorite band is. So it's kind of like that's what I'm
2: saying. It's the same yeah, I'm thing. I'm saying, yeah, it sh- we should ask in that a different question genre. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's your favorite photographer? That's a good question. All right. Asked by Let's see. A good photographer. Great photographer.
0: <sighs> There's some really short, bad. What are your thoughts on Silverchair? Let's go there
1: love Silverchair. can you believe that they were only 15 years old how young they were dude they oh, were how young no but i mean silver Dan- rips silver rips daniel johns is one of the cooler uh, cooler dude. individuals that we've gotten to become acquainted acquainted with uh through the page uh looking forward some point in the future to uh have him on the podcast there that's uh can we can we say yeah in the yeah, works dude, say yeah it. it's yeah. in the works man Daniel I mean, Johns. he's been in the works
2: for a while. So yeah, I mean, Daniel
1: Johns is awesome. Uh, we love that guy, so we like Silverchair. Here, here. Here, here. Yeah, I feel comfortable speaking for everybody else with that. <laughs> yeah, they could. good for sure. Even though <laughs> we, we, we don't I,
0: agree. they're good. They, they should be. They should be talked about. You know, they could be talked about more. They're so, they're really solid. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> Would you sell Grunge Bible to Satan for one corn chip? It How much depends.
1: is he buying it? it's d- it if, if it's one of if it's one of the spicy corn chips, like the ghost pepper corn chip. You know, you know the ones they sell you like one physical chip, and it's like one the chip. spiciest thing in the world. I would do that because then I would just I would just break up the chip and then feed it to my enemies without them knowing. <laughs> um, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. I'm I'm in. You'd sell it for a chip. Yeah. Well, I guess Ethan, I need your consent <laughs> to do this. <laughs>
2: No, you need my. <laughs> do we get? Yeah, can we get two chips yeah. or Drew's, one chip or how many Drew's chips?
1: The, Drew's the executor of the grunge bible will.
2: <laughs> how much uh, uh, different? Uh, how much do you think we could sell this for? So, like there was the Instagram
1: page and the podcast. I don't know how much it's worth. So it it must have been it must have I don't been like know four or five years that. ago. Um, alternative yeah. which I guess was a big website. They DM'd us and they were like, "We would love to buy the page from you." And, what? Really? Yeah. I mean, we only had like 20,000 followers at the time, so we didn't even entertain it. I don't even know how much they wanted to offer us, but I don't even know what it would be worth. But I mean, I, <laughs> I think I would sell it. That's probably, that's probably, do you think that's
0: a sweet spot to buy a page at 20,000? Yeah, absolutely. That's, right. I mean, yeah, cause like if, at this point. Yeah. I mean, Instagram has changed so much too. We were just yeah, talking about like it, Chris. It's not like it used <laughs> it's to not be. Like it used to, no, man. we got
1: we're we're locked out of the algorithm now. Yeah, and dude. Yeah. It's fucked. What do you mean? It's what do you it's, mean it's, it's bullshit. Like we'll post, we'll post Vegas like, ninety three. <laughs> we'll post the usual suspects. Like back in the day, we built this page on like six videos that we would just we would just like, share consistently. If you want, if you want. Uh, Follows
0: you post unplugged, yeah. And if you want follows, you post Lollapalooza like pink. And now
1: like visibility is a problem, and there's been a big shift to reels, but not just reels as just in videos, but like TikTok style reels of like content with music in the background and captions and the AI voice and everything. And I don't I don't understand. You know, and it's funny because like this is the industry that I work in during the days, but I I'm, I'm just as confused as the people who don't work in the industry. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So the, the yeah, funnel- I would totally sell it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's the right time to get out. Yeah, maybe <laughs>
1: let's get out before the before the grunge bubble bursts. Yeah. True.
0: Well, one of my one of my things I brought up, and I, I was gonna I was gonna run it by you guys and see, like, should we go? Do you have we maybe an offer? C- <laughs> oh yeah I, I got an offer guys that's why i'm leading into it now um i say we, i mean we we need to talk off camera about run over some of the numbers for the grunge Bob. Should we let everybody know like exactly where we are uh In like terms we got of... yeah, we have like we almost have was it four thousand followers on spotify i don't know but you can't see that yes like, yeah so we work, have
1: yeah we have uh we which have is pretty great Three thousand eight hundred podcast subscribers or followers on spotify and, um, you know, similar listener base on Apple podcast. So we get like, we get like 7,500 listens a week.
0: And like Chris, we, we looked over and basically there's less people or I'm sorry. Yeah. More people listen on
1: Apple podcast, Apple
0: podcast, but more streams. Wait, what was it? It was like inversely correlated.
1: <laughs> more, more people, more people listen on Apple podcast, but we have more subscribers on Spotify. Uh, yeah. Wow, really? Yeah. It's interesting. Um the, the statistical majority of our listeners apparently are on Apple Podcasts. I think like fifty five percent. They listen um, to so. more
0: less people missing listen to more of the podcast or something like that. Which yep, is
1: exactly. Weird. So it's funny. I don't I don't know why or how, but um, well Drew I know,
0: I know Chris uses Spotify. I use Apple Podcasts. So Drew, what do you use to listen
2: to podcasts? Podcasts? I use Apple Podcasts or YouTube. YouTube, oh, okay. Pretty equally. Yeah. So why Apple over Spotify? Because <laughs> I don't have a Spotify subscription.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that will do it.
2: <laughs> do you have an
0: Apple subscription then?
2: I have Apple Music. Uh, but I think before even Apple Music, I think the Apple Podcast was free. Yeah. I don't, if you had I mean, a Apple. I mean, product. I don't have an Apple.
0: Yeah, I, I have Apple Podcast and I don't have a subscription to the music.
2: Right. Like I think if you just have an Apple device you get the Apple podcast. So I just, you know, before I had, before Apple music was a thing, I was using Apple podcasts and, and mm-hmm. YouTube to listen to podcasts. So absolutely. That was uh, Apple's better sound quality than uh Spotify too.
1: I have heard that. That was a good question. Um, I have another one that I think is, uh, I think is a really good question. Um, and, uh, this question says, have you ever begun listening to a band ironically and then actually started liking them?
0: Mm. It's a good question. I'm going to start with that. I, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's at least, it's probably an eight. Um, let's see. Ironically, listening to a band, I feel like sometimes I do that without, maybe I'll do that with albums and I'll, I'll go into an yeah. album and be like, you know, this is going to be a joke. And then. We've
1: done it. We've done it with songs too. Um, like Jeremy and Rooster from well, right back yeah. in the day. Um, but I even guess it's, maybe yeah.
0: Primus. I mean, Primus
1: could yes, be Primus like. Primus for sure.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a good. There's Primus is probably the best example for sure.
1: Yeah. I would agree because I mean the only other the only other like cannon fodder for this in our sphere would be Creed, but I liked Creed before I learned that you weren't supposed to like Creed, um, and I still like them. But uh, Ethan, I actually just told you about this. We were on the phone the other day. Uh, specific song that I began listening to, ironically that I that I kind of love now, <laughs> brother the cloud from Any Better. Uh I'll tell you this afternoon I went to the gym and I stopped by the grocery store on the way home so I didn't don't have to go tomorrow morning and um got got back in the car and just shuffled and brother the cloud came on I needed it and that was no that was the moment you that I was it. sold I needed it wow. I needed brother the cloud That's amazing. Yeah. What about what about you Drew? Have there been any bands that like I whatever whatever that question was, you start listening to ironically, and then you're like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good." Like,
2: (laughs) Uh, no, Um, not
1: his taste is too good to do this.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, so the (laughs) the (laughs) only time that I've done that is with people that I know, okay, musicians that I know. Go into it, be like, "There's
1: no way this guy's right." Like, there's no (laughs) No there's no talent coming from this human. Yeah. And then. (laughs) That was a really weird (laughs) way. There's no talent. (laughs) I don't, even, I don't even know why like sometimes <laughs> I'll sometimes say you, you do that you do that Chris you sometimes stated
0: <laughs> you stated so black and white that it's like <laughs> like no one's for I'm anything
1: black. but like yeah. you no know, like I'll, I'll say things and i and like and while I'm saying them and especially as soon as I finish saying them I'm like why did you say it like that there were like 46 other ways to say it that were more yeah. effective and less <laughs> stupid <laughs> Yeah, they can't even <laughs> fry an egg, dude. There's yeah. zero talent emanating from this object.
2: Uh, but yeah, I'll go That's into totally it like, dude, there's no way. like, this is gonna be hilarious, you know. Right. This person's trying to do this, uh, <laughs> but then you know, I try to operate in the world like bird's eye view objective, and totally, I, I find myself a few times being like, I eh, eh, see, it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, I can have, name have that several people from high school and college yeah i will
0: yeah i will say that um this is it's tough when you when you go into spotify and like i hate the numbers game when you look and you see maybe you see views or you see like followers and stuff
1: how many streams
0: or yeah and it, it gets in the way of like what how you and take it in sometimes and i do my best yeah. to like try not to, almost try not to look at it like if somebody said like i don't even want to see how many listens they have because that shouldn't be a, a dictate if i like it
1: right and you i know, thought about I would, that when we were talking
0: that. like there's a lot of like unreleased songs and stuff from bands and artists that or people put it up on their Patreon, they have like unreleased stuff and it could be somebody's favorite song and like literally a very small group of people could listen to it. And it's so hard to relate to and think about because it's not like the fact that it's not public, which we expect music to be these days. um, So sometimes I feel like, you know, it's uh, maybe it's the, the opposite side. It's like you put yourself in a, in a position where you like, don't want to like something for no good reason so i, I try my best to i li- not let that happen
1: mm-hmm. totally yeah i like that's that's, that's a good no. point for sure
0: um one of the one of the questions from uh the blue owl i, I, was, that,
1: I was just about to ask this one I and
0: uh yeah and it's the first question because you had a few so
1: yep.
0: <laughs> not about the deftones we can get the no <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll not be discussing a, the Deftones. He's a big or Deftones Days, guy. He's a big Deftones. I, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The album. There's an album anniversary from Deftones today. I think. No shit. Shout We're out. We're not going to talk about it though. But. Well, we
0: shouted out. So. Yeah. Um, but if grunge did not exist, what other subgenre would you guys talk about? And so, if you want to reword that, like, what would be another, like, what, what kind of,
1: what other Bible would we have?
0: Yeah. What other Bible? What other? What other page would fit this type of? Um, conversation. Or, you know, or like, wh- where, what, yeah, what other space could we occupy? And this is interesting because we talked about in the beginning, we actually were like, you know, when we first started, we were like, dude, because we wanted to, because in the beginning we had a strict, more strict posting policy. We just big posted four. grunge. Yeah, yeah, the big four, the big, just just the front men, something right. like that. And we want, we're trying to figure out how to get to, um some other bands we wanted to post were like maybe we should do like an alt Bible or a nineties Bible and like or a hip hop Bible and we actually were like maybe we can get find people that are just as passionate and they can do the same exact thing that we're doing with nineties hip hop.
1: And just have all of these Bibles.
0: <laughs> yes, and we we're like having the different books. Well, the books of the Bible. Like we were like we could actually have like um you know, you know, country bible or you could do whatever and but it we like we were like we physically I mean, I don't have or emotionally cannot handle another genre. No, I definitely <laughs> couldn't. I definitely cannot
1: do this again.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would be like you'd be. Re, I mean, if you wipe this clean, right, and you don't have like obviously the fatigue that has set in, um, right? Where where would you want to start if it wasn't grunge? I guess. Well, I think. I mean, the classic well, rock is pretty. People, it's very nostalgic as well, and people jump on that. But like,
1: yeah. I think it it depends on uh, at what point in my life would I have had to answer that question. Like if this was back in like 2016 when we started this page, um, I certainly was a lot more not closed minded, but I just wasn't well read on a lot of music that I really, really enjoy now. Um, so I think back then, if it wasn't grunge rock, it probably would have been classic rock because that's really the only other area that I that I knew and I appreciated. But now, I mean, I and people I do that right now. Yeah, people have
0: classic rock stuff. So
1: people people have shit for everything now. It's do a, they? Yeah, it's it's a saturated market now. We got in early, so that's it's that's what I was saying. You can either be good or you can be first and it's a hell of a lot easier to be first
2: (laughs) speed kills. Yeah.
1: Speed (laughs) did kill. (laughs) Um, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I definitely, I listened now. I probably listen to more like indie alternative rock kind of shit more than pretty much anything else at this point. Um, I also, I really love folk, like singer songwriter stuff. So that's something that I've always, um, appreciated and i i know a decent bit about but uh i think um yeah what what do you think
0: uh this answer i feel like it's tough because i'm not so into the genre that i'm gonna say and but if i was i would love to be like really a part of the underground punk scene and like a real be like a real punk guy yeah and like you would have
1: to do that on your own because i i couldn't cut it at all
0: well yeah i'm just saying like in like i mean in another reality
1: yeah. because i yeah. think
0: i think that the underground punk scene like those followers are really like yeah they're really loyal and 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 they love it and yeah. it's a really good follow base that would be fun to yeah, kind of get for, involved with yeah
1: cuz for it to um i guess be fulfilling but also successful like this one i think the followers been, have to be it, it's it's because of the people and it's because of the community and i think there's always been you know a certain because lingering fascination about the night early nineties and grunge rock. And I think, I think the grunge, like the followers are,
0: and the people that come out of the, the fans that come out of the genre are pretty authentic in a lot of ways. Oh yeah. They're,
1: they're, they're, and they're in their path. They're passionate. They're passionate and it's, yeah. It's, and that's how there's the, no, there's no agenda. They're just, you know, that's how the punk guys are. They're, they're pretty, they're,
0: they're, they're real. They're just real people. Yeah. <laughs> some, some genres, not so much.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: How about you, Drew? Yeah, yeah, I remember the punk, punk
2: the few punk uh, groups that I worked with uh before, they were always just super cool guys. Yes. Um the one I forget their name, damn, but the one the bass player, like his uh uh mother like made like this the most amazing ceviche that I've ever had. He just brought it to the studio for everybody. It was just insane, you know. It was awesome. So good. Side Great. note. Um but for me, kind of uh, same thing with Yui. Like, I don't know a lot about this to really. So that's speak. fine. I
0: mean, we started and we were learning. I didn't know anything. Yeah, I was just yeah. say like, that's. So don't even, you know,
2: that's fine. But under the umbrella of electronic music, lo fi. Mm. That would be cool. I love, like, I'm getting into it right now. Um, I just, I've always loved that, like, just chill, Mm-hmm. bass heavy. Yeah, sort of sound and I'd love to. I'd I'd put up with, edit editing another podcast where two, two knuckleheads talk about love.
1: <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, watch out. Yeah, no, that, uh, that, I'm getting really recruited. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we see we don't we don't pay you enough, so you're you're looking for more work.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I will say resume.
2: You know, you bring you bring
0: this up, and if there was and. Yeah, there probably is. And I'd love to get some recommendation. But if there was a lo fi podcast, I would listen to it. Yeah. Or if there was a punk podcast where they actually kind of dove deep into some stuff, I would. Because I have, I get, I really respect when people can go into a, ni- a niche like area and explain it well and have, a, have good opinions on it and actually like kind of dissect it. Like I really, like, I, re- I love that shit. I think it's so mm-hmm. good. So, when people can, you know, yeah, like, you know, say trading cards, when people can go deep into trading cards or deep into, mm-hmm. like, you know, collectible stuff, and, you know, it's usually mm-hmm. really interesting to me. So, I like watch
2: talking watches, man. Yeah. I
0: know. Yeah, actually, exactly. <laughs> there you
2: go. <laughs> I want to make a lo fi episode of The Grunge Bible where I just, like, take out the high end and just. <laughs> Douse your
1: voice again. <laughs> can and can, can, we, can <laughs> we do this? I would, I would be so just, down to do that. Let's
0: just, let's just do it for the next question.
1: <laughs> just stick it <laughs> in there. We'll have we'll have like a lo-fi section, then we'll have like a prog rock section, and then we'll have like a, that like would a be doomer awesome. section. <laughs> It'll be great.
0: The other day I was on my way to uh I was driving on my way to practice and I actually pulled up I pulled up some some Under Oath. Do you guys ever listen to Under And I kind of went like it was like Not pretty familiar. it was like, so it's a it's a screamo band from back in the day and um <laughs> dude sometimes there's genres that I mean I was I was into some pretty heavy stuff earlier and I just kind of popped back in there it's the first time in a while and you get like I don't know man there's so many there's so much music out there that like you don't always spend a lot of time with um oh dude I mean you and I were into some heavy stuff
2: sevenfold yeah like I spent a lot of t-
0: yeah like I spent a lot of time with that music and these people are yelling and like the vocal chords I remember like it was vocal really fry. it was really big yeah. I don't I don't know what the screamo scene is right now but like it was really big our senior year like I remember mm-hmm. there was a ton there's honestly there was a like a lot of screamo and like Christian music um like in in that a- in that, that area yeah yeah and there was mm-hmm. there was just so like there were so many kids in high school that had you know they just had mm-hmm. there was a really big screamo following, and it was awesome, and we went to shows, I mean yeah, we were really into it, and I haven't listened to it in very much
1: um
2: oh it's 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 refreshing to come back to it's just like it is uh, just another expression of art it's really cool yeah. totally
1: yeah i th- I think honestly um and and there's a question that we got um that says what's the best memory you've made running this page, but I guess kind of related to that. I just think being around music multiple times a day, like for this page and just learning like through my friends and through this page, like I've learned to appreciate so many more kinds of music than I, I think otherwise would have been into. Um, And like you two, especially like you're always like, I mean you guys have different tastes and you have, you know, interests in other areas that I wasn't interested in. Like, you know, I've, I've grown my, appreciation for just art in general so much more i think through um through this so that's been such a really really big takeaway that i'm grateful for yeah. because um it's fun you know there's only there's only so many grunge rock bands and there's only so much music from 1991 that you can listen mm-hmm. to um mm-hmm. so yeah it's cool
2: one of my favorite memories or continued memories is just opening up a new session and just seeing you know what roast is am I gonna get today?
1: <laughs> yeah, Drew's as time's gone on, we've become more and more brazen with them too. <laughs>
0: well, oh, yeah. Well, Chris, I've been roasting <laughs> Drew for ten years now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, this is old hat. Ten years?
2: Yeah. You're smoking crack? More like close to fifteen, seventeen years, maybe. 17 yeah, seventeen
1: years. How yeah. old are we? The, the roast is almost old enough to buy nicotine. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. no, actually, they raised it to 21. Oh, God. <laughs> did you know that? No, sorry. that's a, that's a crime. I just, yes. um, yeah, I thought that's this terrible. America. I that's thought this terrible. was America. Um, oh, uh,
2: yeah, I was nine when I met E, so I'm gonna be 28. Yeah. Uh, eight two years down, the road.
0: Oh, it's about 19 years. That's crazy. Yeah, but
2: roast on the first day
0: I met him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll it keep it lunch. up though.
1: Yeah. Like damn. nine-year-old yeah. Ethan saw Drew on like the playground It was like, damn it, Drew, close down Ableton and get over here. <laughs> oh, What'd your would you download crash it before again? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: would you download it before Sunday? <laughs> we can see it, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we we, we transfer is such a snitch. <laughs> they always tell
0: us they snitch on Drew every time.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I downloaded That's immediate. fantastic. Um yeah, <laughs> pretty, I, we've, we've yeah, we oh, we've um, talked about that. What do you you have something to
0: I was just going to bring up my favorite favorite memory as well.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, you want to answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please contribute. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Shalloway down in front.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, this is a I don't know, pretty pretty easy answer I think and would be the Taylor Hawkins tribute show. I feel like that was a kind of a culmination of yeah, the page in a, in a big way, and it felt. I mean, honestly, the the few times that we've gotten together in different cities, Chris has been like, you know, I mean, that's the only reason that we did it in a way. Like the only reason we went to New York was because this page. The only reason we went to Chicago, you know, a little bit, yeah. and so those those type of it's those catalysts for stuff. Yeah, it's a catalyst exactly. So going to L A. and um, you know, recording a podcast with everybody together in the same room, that was like. It just that's felt fun. really cool. It was kind of a glimpse of what it could be. I was like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. so that was, um, yeah, that was, that's easy answer. That was, that's going to be hard to be. I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited to look back on that. It's kind of weird to think about, but like, I know, like, I wonder what I'm going to think about in 25 years. I look back. And yeah, think because about there's no chance
1: that like, we'll be far removed from this and you know, who's to say. Um, you know, whether, you know, any of us end up like working in an adjacent industry or whatever, but yeah, it's going to be like a weird thing because I mean, as far as I, unless we take it down, like the podcast and the page, like will kind of just be out there. So it will be weird, uh, but it will be cool. It'll be really cool to look back on. I mean, just like the shows that, that I've gone to out of like, um, not obligation, but like running the page and like being like in that realm has kind of like, kicked me along to go to some shows that I might not yeah. have gone to. I've, I've met a lot of really cool people. We've connected with a lot of really awesome people, too. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like this online thing has resulted in so many positive in-person and real-world experiences um, and, like, real-world friendships and interactions, which is really cool because, I mean, also, like, n- n- the three of us, none of us live in the same area, and it's, a, it's just like a cool – I mean, some it, it's cool, but sometimes, like probably for Drew, because we're always sending him messy episodes. But it's it's just like a cool contact point. It's just one thing that we have to, you know, a part of the recipe to like stay close to people, and you know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a part of a friendship that I think we've all developed too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's cool to work on shit and have we have goals for this thing that we're working yeah. towards too. You know, Absolutely. no,
0: I, I I was gonna bring up the pure fact that we have like something to look back on. We have a catalog of, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a hun- hundred episodes by the new year or whatever, like, yeah, or a couple of month after. And, and we have a page that we have a lot of thoughts written down a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, website and yeah. stuff, you know, that, that stuff is, is kind of cool. cool. I mean, it's, it's really just, you know, our notebooks and stuff to this time in life, which we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's rewarding you know, I gotta, we gotta give it props at time and maybe it's
1: annoying at times, but it is cool. Yeah. And like the funny thing too, is like, I, because we're around it all the time, I don't really day to day. I don't feel like it's that cool. But like some, one of my friends or something finds out about it, like they're always like, Oh, like, that's really cool. I'm like, ah, it's not really like, no, like it's actually like pretty cool that you do that. And, um, so yeah, (laughs) at the end of the day, it is, it is really cool. And I'm, Lucky that yeah. it's us doing it as opposed Wait, to somebody else.
0: And you know what's really cool, too? When people say, you say, I have a podcast. And you go, oh, you have a podcast. Yeah, but, everybody
1: has a podcast. But then
0: you say you have 88 episodes or whatever, 85
1: yeah. episodes. Then they're yeah. like, oh, you actually followed through with it. And it's mm-hmm. not just. Anybody can do seven episodes. Yep. So I, so I is, and, and you see that too. People are like every single week for two months, and the next thing you know, oh, yeah. Three weeks go by, and then there's another one, then two months go Could by. Expose and then you some hear people from right again. now. No, like, exactly. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, Drew. That was, that was I'm just kidding. <laughs> Drew. Drew, qu-
2: this,
0: this <laughs> question for you, um, I mean, it's for all of us, obviously, but I do want to hear your opinion because you are the. House guitarist. I mean, Chris, you play guitar as well. But, I don't play guitar. No. I, but, but, but Drew's a guitarist. But I would. I, Drew probably. I mean, you know. I mean, we can get into some of your influences here too. But what do you think is the most underappreciated guitarist of the '90s? Is what they said. So of the '90s. I was to say so. It's within a decade. But if you have to go outside of that, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. So give us a guitarist that doesn't get enough of love. Mark
2: Chermani Creed. Yes.
0: 100%. 100%,
1: 100,
2: 100,000%. Absolutely. Break it down for Mm -hmm. us. Break it down. Okay. Number one, stupid, incredible guitar player. Really, really interesting style. Like technically? Funnily enough. Excuse me?
0: Like technically good?
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the dude's a, the dude can shred, he can play a beautiful finger picking. I mean, just listen to uh, what's his other band? So it was Creed, and then he the has Alter, Alter Bridge, yeah. yeah. Um, just a really, really sound uh, guitar player that can play for the song, but then can also just dominate it and, sh- and you know, shred your face off in a way that's still very musical and, and pleasing, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, his style. Influenced me very much because, well, I my dad loved Creed and influenced me, and I loved Creed. Yeah, Bill. Um, But we all do. But the but he was a uh, solo guitar player for the band for the majority of the their career. Mm -hmm. So naturally, he had the his style is like very open to sound bigger because it's just one guitar, Right, right? Because
1: it's it's lead and rhythm.
2: Yeah, so he's got to fill that whole mid-section, mid, mid section, the mid-range totally. for the band, you know? Mm-hmm. So he, he plays, like, really weird chords, like, just open, and that influenced me because um, for the majority of my start of my band uh, career with Ethan, you know, starting when we were seventh grade or whatever, uh, it was just me just me as the guitar player. So I had to, like, I was like, oh, I'll just try to do what he does, just try to find these weird chords that I can play all six strings it's still the same chord but it just sounds bigger you know you
1: feel yeah you feel you feel the, you feel the room with the sound there yeah
2: yeah so I'd say him That's I have more great. to say um what's his name god damn it Rush's guitar player so underappreciated I'm biking on it too come on come on
1: this is where if our, we we have our producer to, in our ear to chime in and, and tell us to make up for the fact hold on, that hold on, hold he on, was hold on. he was
2: at the show Alex Alex Leafson. Alex Was he Liefen. at the show? Maybe he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alex there. Yeah. yeah. Nobody ever talks about him. It's Incredible. because
0: the bass and the drums are so good, but you're right, he's a part of a band <laughs> that is instrumentally you know, very highly regarded by pretty well, much everybody I, in the industry. I think that's
1: the one commonality out of anyone that we're going to mention here is there is a component of the band that they're in that gets the majority of the discussion. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, I think Billy Corgan as a guitarist is incredibly underrated. In great answer. Because everybody's talking about, One hundred percent. I think, his vocals and the lyrics, but also just like I think when people talk about the pumpkins, their music, they talk about like the sound as a whole. Um, Mm -hmm. and the driver of that, I, I mean, Billy is a remarkable guitarist and, uh, you know, the, the writing that he was able to do for, you know, the music that he put together is really, really incredible. And I always, um, have such an appreciation. and I'm always impressed by, you know, people that can sing and play those intricate parts and those very, very polished parts, um, simultaneously and to master that both of those crafts and to mm-hmm. package it and to perform it you know four or five nights a week for 20 years I think yeah. it's always really really impressive
2: 1991 they were i think their first album came out yes yeah. billy joe armstrong
1: oh yeah absolutely billy very Jones. underrated guitar player yep B- billy joe if you like, could- 1039 make, smooth out slappy hours or whatever I think it was yeah. 91
2: i think it yeah. was 91
1: so good Damn.
2: yeah if you can make you know a, a 200 songs with just power chords <laughs> <you'd>, you're incredible <laughs> a, a three-piece
0: band <laughs> yeah. like you were saying you're how hard yeah, is it to incredible. play both rhythm and lead or to kind of like be the solo guitarist the like only guitarist like do you does it depend on the rest of the band? Like they need to be really top notch. Depends for like, on
2: the
1: genre too. but Yeah. Imagine.
2: Depends on like, the genre. Depends on the rest of the band. Like you definitely need a solid bass bassist. player to help you out, and drums because, like you know, playing the right cymbal at the right time makes it sound a lot bigger or a lot smaller when it needs to be. Um, and then again, just the nature of the guitar parts too is is a thing, right? So like Green Day could get away with it because. He's not really playing too much, um, you know, I- I individual notes, you know what I mean, at, yeah. at one time. So, yeah, just depends on the kind of the music. Yeah,
1: I would I would agree with that. And, and I think not related to the, the 90s, obviously, but I think everybody, similar person like that, everybody always talks about what a magnificent, and rightfully so, um, magnificent lead player Jimi Hendrix was. But the fact that he was you know, lead and rhythm and just like seamlessly moving back and forth between his lead and his rhythm parts in a three piece band. Um, I almost find some of his rhythm parts to be even more impressive. But not only that, the way he was, you're able to weave both of those together in a way that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you didn't know the band, you would just assume that there's somebody else playing lead. And, you know, when like the solo to Wind Cries Mary comes on, you're like, all right, here comes Jimmy. But no, it was him the whole time
2: and what he did was like pretty pioneerish. Yes, absolutely. The, well, but what I'm saying is what he did that pioneered was the use of guitar, uh, guitar pedals. Yeah. Um so he like if you listen to his songs when he goes into a more like y sort of thing and it's still just one guitar, mm-hmm. there's a new pedal that's engaged that like makes the right. sound change usually bigger yeah. to compensate for the lack of the bass strings on the totally. guitar. Totally, and played. when he
1: he would frequently toggle back and forth between the pickups that he was even using for different parts of the song too. I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
2: yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that doesn't have as much of an influence on the for sure uh, size of the sound. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like if you listen to like BB King, insane guitar player, but it's you know, it's generally speaking like he's he's not using any. He's not. Yeah, it's the same the, sound, right? Mm-hmm, right. You know what I mean, so Jimmy was like at least the first. You know, notable, more famous guy who sort of started doing that. You know, which, which yeah, it's is kind of like, like, a like a whole the patriarch of All of it,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's Ethan, badass. are there any any people that come to mind for you? Um, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Not
0: kidding. I mean, <laughs>
2: underrated. He's a great. Probably, guy.
0: probably, probably underrated. I, I do like, I do like the point that you brought up. Like, I feel like. I mean singing and drumming is really difficult. Like, the people that did that are incredible
1: and I that think might that might be the most impre- yeah, that's I think that's sing- I next think, level.
0: Right? I, I believe that I believe singing and playing guitar is such a beautiful I love frontmen that that do that do both for like the majority. So um you know Billy Joe that's a great it's a great um person to bring up. So no, I don't have anybody I don't have anybody like that really jumped out that I can think of right now. So, um, those answers were great. I mean, it's good, mm-hmm. solid,
2: solid points. Yeah. I mean, Tony, uh, Tony, Naomi from Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. underrated in my opinion. For sure. Uh, another solo, guitar player in the band. Right.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Did I get his name right? Hope we did. Christ. What's the next uh, question? while we ascertain that ethan do you have a, uh, a shallow way original another question or we want to go to the yeah. wall? yeah
0: well just when you were talking um you brought up the pumpkins as a sound and i i think that's it's very true the pumpkins have they occupy this space where people recognize them as fulfilling us not you know it's it's they don't they're not really you know they're not really grunge and i guess they are alternative but they have this very you know atmospheric is how we like to say it and galactic, I think is the word we used. And, (laughs) and they, and you know, what other bands kind of fill that space? Or I guess, you know, an easier question would be what other bands, when you hear them, you know, undoubtedly who they are and like, they have, you know, that space. My, my example would be and the person, the, the band that they, they obviously fit in genres, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers are so distinct in a lot of ways and and you know they're 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 a funny band, but they are they're they're legends. I mean they're they're really impactful, and and they have this sound that they developed that is so unique and it is so them. And um, you know they have like, yeah. They, I mean Red Hot Chili Peppers is like you can just say like that's you know that's the sound. It's the chili. Well, peppers. Even
1: like their their new stuff is still. You know, a direct descendant of the, of, of the music that they were putting out, and and I think that's a testament to what you're saying. It's like you can listen to the first twenty seconds of the stuff that they put out on um, uh, the the last album that they did. Was it Unlimited Love or I forget mm-hmm. the name of the the record? Mm-hmm. Um, but unless they yeah, released another like, one? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they <there's laughs> another one coming. They might. But, have. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It's like, yep, this is the Chili Peppers. Like you know what you're getting, and you know just based off of what the what that sound is. Yeah. I think that's a really good example. One for me that like pops out, um, my bloody Valentine. Um, I listen to them and you kind of, you immediately kind of know, know what they're about. Um, another, another band I would say is the Brian Jonestown massacre. I got really into them earlier this year. Um, that's another one. Maybe it's just a function of me having listened to them a lot over the last like six to 10 months, but, um, you can kind of listen and immediately you kind of know, you know, you know, who it is, and it, and it sounds like them, and they've kind of carved out that unique space for themselves.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think Radiohead is another great example. They have this like Radiohead is like mm-hmm. it's a Radiohead. Like you know, you people you bring it up and people are like, you love them or that amount. Yeah, you love them or you hate them, but that's not even really it. It's just like they have this. They are Radiohead. That's the best way to put them. You know. Yep. Uh,
2: him the the lead singer and han uh the lead singer of radiohead and hans zimmer the composer Yep. Yeah. they uh composed together uh the soundtrack to like one of uh, an oceanic documentary really and vox did a piece on it and was explaining like some of the musical techniques they used um singer of radiohead if you, i don't know his name if one of you guys do but you recognize right? his face. I'm York. I don't know, but he really high level musician, though. Really high level. Obviously, if you're uh, at a level of success like that, but. Yeah. And
0: um, they they definitely pushed. They pushed a lot of boundaries, too, within what was going on at the time, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, it, you know. Wasn't always. So it's like it's, yeah. Well, I would say it wasn't always. I don't know. You get a lot of differing
2: opinions on them
1: yeah you sure do
2: <laughs> are we still Absolutely. on the galactic sound question
1: do i have to answer that we can be would you like to answer it
2: <laughs> uh no let's move on you
1: Got the producer's <laughs> option <laughs> too long
0: oh, i just had all another right. question go ahead all
1: right yeah i i i have one that i'd like to ask uh and this comes from uh a very faithful uh and passionate follower of ours uh, the Johnny Vinyl um, always always in the comment section with uh, you know bringing a lot of value to whatever topic you know that the post is about. But um, the question is, who is one artist that you found so late that you were kicking yourself? Um, presumably, you know you're like, damn it, like I really I dropped the ball not finding out about them soon enough or sooner. So um, is there anybody that comes to mind? Like you, you discover them and you're like, shit, like they've been active for x number of years and i'm just now finding them yeah that's a
0: that's a good one um there's i guess there's two ways because like you know a lot of the bands that maybe we're talking about we were just too young to really right. get in there so ground like
1: through floor. no fault of our own we missed the boat
0: yeah so yeah, if we're doing like more current bands or more stuff that maybe is going on um
2: hmm, i'm trying to think I don't know. Me, if it's I too young, it would, be, it would be like the Ramones, you know? hmm Yeah. Like I would loved to be a part of to that. To be anticipating uh, the Ramones. Oh, is. could you I'll imagine? Yeah.
1: It. And it's no surprise. It's like the Ramones, for example, they influence just about everybody in the next generation after them because like you were saying, like, the people that were influenced by them, they were the the kids and the teenagers who were standing in line waiting for the new Ramones record.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a good, well, so, so I guess let's, let's flip the question and what band are you proud of that you were a part of their kind of journey? And I feel mm. like honestly, like, I mean the, the, well, the front bottoms, I was going to say the Dirty Heads, Dirty Heads was a band yeah. that we got into and like we saw some shows first and,
2: album yeah,
0: first album and those guys played some of the best live shows I've ever been a part of for sure those mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. rocked every night they played so good their drummer was fantastic they had two singers one, you know both rapped sang I mean they were like they cra- and their their albums were they, they had like four or five albums in a row that were just so good and killer and we were a part of it and like now so mm-hmm. so you know, it kind of, they're going into a stage where they're slowing down and they're producing stuff that is not the same as the old stuff. And it's not bad, but it's, you know, all of a sudden we're reminiscing on the back. So I'm like, so they're just one of those bands that have such a special place in my heart. And same with Mm -hmm. the Front Bottoms. Like, you know, now that I've seen them a few times recently, like, I'm like, damn, I'm so happy that I saw them when I did, because, um, they mean so much because of it. And they really were like, hitting it hard back you know 2014 mm. you know and it mm. was so big so i i i would say you know I, you know if we had to flip the question because i've actually recently thought about that um to myself i was like man i'm just like i'm happy that i had i was there i was there during that time for even if they're not
2: you know massive the dirty heads isn't like you know massive mm-hmm. what is that phenomenon so it's like i can i'm gonna compare it to Creed really quick just for yeah <laughs> just because it's because it's apt for me personally yeah so my dad was the one who introduced to me he not as necessarily grew up uh with them but like you know was a young adult first the album my own prison uh human clay you know he's a young parent um and then weathered weathered right and like loved all three of those I grew up with those. Came out, you know, before me, and then when I was an infant, you know, so I you know, discovered them later, and then they did that uh, full circle, yeah, no nine. Yep. album, and I, I was so stoked to be like <laughs> anticipating like a Creed out, so you finally credo. got
1: your chance at the real thing, like in real you know? time,
2: and then you know, Dad's in a different state of life listens to it and he's just like ah, it's just not the same you know just isn't a, isn't a fan mm-hmm. and here we are talking about that now with the dirty heads because i'd second that with with ethan mm-hmm. you know discovered them same time you know very like um impressionable stage of your life right that's what comes down ethan. to i think yeah, that's bangers that's, of, that's the common denominator it's, it's i mean like it's what, timing
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's like whoever you were lucky enough to be shown by a friend before they were super big at that impressionable point in your life, I mean, I think that becomes the band, um, yeah. But it's interesting. It's like there's it a lot of bands. Well, even like um, like what you were saying, Drew, with your father, it's like full circle comes out, and he's like, "Oh, like this isn't like what it was." Um, I think a lot of Twenty One Pilots fans feel that way, kind of about another their newer one. stuff. It's like you, you missed out. Um, and, we were, and I think he, that's, a,
0: I mean, yeah. that, that fits right in the category for us. For I sure. was going
1: to say because I know you, you've been, you know, big fans of theirs, or back during the. The, the early stages you know and even i think one band that you know might get there eventually like the 1975 i mean they've been around for a while they put a lot of music out right. and, and i one. think their their audience is certainly continuing to grow um but i think that's and a lot of this too it's just a function of bands that have been around for you know eight ten plus years yeah. that you can't even really have that conversation unless they've had some 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 wear on them and some miles, because I think for the original question, like which band are you kicking yourself? Um, for me, just lately, you know, I saw them last month with you, Ethan. The front bottoms. I didn't really get into them until like a year or two ago. And that yeah, and, like, I was you, thinking I, about I that. I missed, too. I missed, you know, I, I know. missed the debut album. I missed Talon of the Hawk. I
0: know. I was thinking about that.
1: And, yeah, so that that would certainly be my answer. But yeah, it's like this weird formula that that creates the perfect conditions to either be impressionable enough that you're impacted by the first couple of albums from a band or you're impressionable enough or you connect with something enough after the fact that you're like, damn, I really wish I was, I was aware of this when it happened. Yeah. I do love that. This, that, that question too. It's like
0: what bands right now are going to be that way for people in the 1975. That's a great answer. I think that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's, I'm hoping, um, you know, PD, Dude, we love. I was going to say, we are, say, Petey, we are like, like, we're, we're in. We yeah, are we've in been at in. the ground floor, and I feel we were like early
1: adopters.
0: And he is such a. I, I hope that he has a beautiful career that we can have. We can, you know, look back and be like, dude, we were there when it happened because he yeah. is fantastic. I'm
1: seeing. Uh, I'm seeing him in Boston a, a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow, that's great. And you're seeing Kurt Vile tomorrow. I am seeing Kurt Vile tomorrow. Yeah.
0: I was gonna. I was gonna say Kurt. I was. He was one of the first ones I was thinking for this because he's like yeah. 40 something well there,
1: there's like a big element of that going on now too with i think indie rock and like i think indie rock has gotten a larger foothold um the last couple of years i think particularly a lot of like the the women in indie rock like the phoebe bridgers and the lucy Dacuses of the world that now are playing to bigger and bigger audiences and they have a larger um, but, fan base that you know if you're around for the first couple of EPs or whatever you kind of and have that badge of honor with you but
0: at the same time indie rock like i feel like kurt vile like you kind of have a longer lifespan as far like they release yeah. the indie indie genre can release albums as they're older and it really fits that age to like of, of song totally. creation so like like you know blink One Eighty. you know the punk scene is you know that type of <laughs> stuff is, it's a smaller thing um how'd you
2: like their new song
0: it was pretty good. I mean, it, it was I think it's what
1: you would expect, right? Yeah, for the, I liked
0: it. I liked it. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested about the album. Of course I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued, but I don't have like super high expectations.
1: That, that reunion tour that they're doing is going to be such a big money printing machine for them. It's unbelievable. I mean, they've already signed on to some of the, I think the biggest tours for next year and, I mean, they're just they're just printing money at this point.
0: Yeah, Drew, I looked up the tickets to the one in Nashville, and it was like two ninety for the cheapest to a Blink show. Yeah, what? I know, and I'm like, dude, like, come on, let's. There's <laughs> no like, like they don't do anything that spe- like. It's not gonna be like <laughs> it's not gonna be like U two where they put on this beautiful like you know four. You and, know, four-panel yeah, display of horses running across the whole stadium behind. You know what I mean? It's not going to be this production. It's going to be Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLong, <laughs> and <laughs> Travis Barker, and yeah. it's going to be what's
2: awesome. Ch- yeah, what's changed? One of them got married to a Kardashian. That's it. Right. And, pro- and
1: and started producing songs for MGK years and everybody older. else. Right, yeah, Travis <laughs> Barker is is featured on every single song that's come out over the last but three years. Since since we um, are talking about this,
0: I do well. I actually have an answer and then a, another question that is really similar,
1: of course. We're rolling now. Oh yeah, yeah we're here. going.
0: But um, and we were we were right on the edge. We kind of we kind of hit the perfect spot for Weezer because Weezer was phenomenal back in the day really good. I mean, they're still, they're still good now. They're still doing their thing, but man, it would have been so, it would have been, so, I mean, we, we grew up, you know, we played say it ain't so at all the shows we play, you know, pork and beans and, and there's a lot of songs that we love. Ash pipe. And, I mean, those, I mean, and their songs are so, you know, funny and good. They're, you know, they're clever and they had, they fit that clever kind of music and it would have been really cool to be, um, you know, so maybe go to, maybe go to a show and be a little bit more involved earlier in their years. But um anyway, so what in in this kind of I was kind of building off the Ramones point. Um what band would you want to be like a really big fan of back in the day and be a part of that following? Like did you really wish that maybe you were, you know, a Deadhead during the time or really wish that you were like you've seen 5 Zeppelin shows and you can say any band here? Like is there a band that you're like man, it'd have been really cool to be a part of like the Chicago fanhood or something like that?
2: The police,
0: the police. That's a great answer.
2: That'd be great. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just discovering Stuart Copeland before, as everybody else discovers that he's just like one of the best drummers that's like ever before lived. he became the legend. Yeah. Like that, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It spawns another question. Like who are the legends now that are going to be our posterity yeah, like, is going to be like, you know, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like who are the who are the guest players at the a, a tribute concert for somebody? Yeah. in twenty forty going to be.
0: Oh, man, it's good. I
1: that think is, Post Malone. Really I
0: think Post Malone could really be that. Uh, Post Malone's yeah. cool. Post, he's really I think. I think cool. Post Malone has just an endless like landscape for him to kind of work with moving forward. He really, he's really set himself up well. So it'll be interesting to see what the rest of his career looks like and how he handles it, but. Um. Yeah, that you know it is, it is hmm, What other band?
2: I mean, it's not too many bands. You know, I know it's the
1: band like, is. That's yeah, the thing. Uh, I think to answer the question of like which band could you like if you you wish you could have been a part of. I, Can't I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah alan wilson and, i mean and Bob but Hype. seriously right no honestly seriously. You're right exactly i mean that was such just like a embarrassment of riches the late 60s in terms of fans <laughs> that you know <laughs> you 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 wished you could have been a part of Oh yeah. and i mean they, they played relentless touring schedules too so they were everywhere all the time um but honestly it's i mean crazy kind of goes without saying but like if i could have if i could have been like a Soundgarden fan and like the late 80s and anticipated bad motorfinger when it came out and caught a couple of the smaller shows they played or same goes for pearl jam obviously i think as as much as the genre and those bands have given me you know 15 20 30 years after the fact i mean to be able to have that experience it makes sense why we'll post a random video of a random soundgarden song and we'll get a three paragraph comment from somebody that was there <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah who am so i gonna be like, commenting that's... about in 40 yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> i remember like, seeing brian back at the yeah. boulder theater he yeah. you know, <laughs> played the trumpet. bible
1: in 2040 <laughs> yeah he
0: never played the trumpet but uh yeah,
1: his pants fell off and he kept <laughs> playing <laughs> it's kind of like
0: oh, um well uh one sec yeah i'll answer but i would say it's kind of like when a, you know, a big sports team like say like when we, first, the Phillies first signed, got Bryce Harper and it's like, and now he's kind of living out like, you know, he's having a really good postseason and who knows, you know, his legend could be as a Philly, you know, versus a national or something like that. So yeah. same thing. Like if you were a part of Pearl Jam, it's like, Oh, we got Eddie Vedder. Like, what does that mean for the band? And you have no idea. And then all of a sudden, you know, 10 years down the road, you're like, that's the best thing that we could have did. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I think that like canned heat or maybe something from the '60s would have been really cool too. uh. Mm. I mean, I hate I hate to say it would be
1: cool. Yeah,
0: I I hate I hate to say this because we've been on on you know on camera for saying not so nice things about it, but um, you know the Beatles, kind of (laughs) growing growing up with the Beatles. And being a part like, of that. Of cool. tune into
1: Ed Sullivan that night?
0: I yeah, exactly. Like I it's something that I'll never I'll never understand. And it would be kinda cool to see how the influence played out throughout the years because they're very obviously they're very documented of of I mean Dave Grohl. everybody brings them up as influences, so um right. It would have been cool. It would have been cool to be a part of that and be like a huge Beatles fan. Maybe it's kind of lame yeah. to, to say that, but, no, it's, but, but no, it's true. But it's, it, it's,
1: it's, it's a cliche because it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. One, other, one other musician that comes to mind as well, I could have discovered Neil Young like mm. through the Buffalo Springfield in like 68 mm. um, and then been along for the ride. Um, as he, you know, went and Crosby stills Nash and Young and his solo career and just the variety of sounds that he put out, you know, and that he's still putting out, you know, with his solo stuff, that's some of the great singer songwriter folk that we've ever been able to listen to as well as, you know, that's the same person who went into the studio with crazy horse and, you know, basically made proto grunge in the seventies with, you know, uh, rust and everything. And, um, you know, right. all of those songs. Cortez the killer. Um, I think that would have been a really cool ride to have been along, uh, you know, to to have had a ticket for um, you know, throughout the last fifty years. I, I that's somebody mm-hmm. else who comes to mind for sure. It's a good all those one.
2: all those like super individuals, you know, like Frank Sinatra would have been cool to kind of discover along with everybody yeah, else. That would've been really cool. MJ, yeah. honestly. Like mm-hmm. you know, seeing him from Jackson 5 to, you know, became, that would have been kind of interesting too. Absolutely. Yeah. And kill. Especially
0: anybody with like a big character arch like that is. Yes. Is quite impressive and and would be really cool to experience. And and we are experiencing that with people right now. It's just sometimes it's hard to realize or hard to see.
1: Well, it's hard to have that perspective Mm -hmm. too, because like, if you're at the time, you're like, like what the fuck like Neil Young's playing folk music now like where's crazy horse <laughs> like what the fuck is this harvest moon like I want him to get crazy horse on here and melt my face off with you know with some sludgy shit um I I think it's I wonder what that would have been like how you'd receive that in the moment because now we have the the perspective of hindsight so you can always appreciate the arc but um it's hard to know where the arc's going when it's currently happening in front of you but that's 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 probably my favorite question of the night because I mean we've just done like 10 minutes on it yeah, so
0: maybe more we popped around yeah i mean it's a it's a good question that's a nine yeah
1: that's a nine yeah we don't give out 10s so it's an eight nine nothing's perfect That was a 9.1 except this podcast this podcast is perfect
0: and if you're feeling like rating something just like us
1: <laughs> oh look at this seamless segue <laughs> for self-promotion
0: you can hop onto apple podcast or spotify and leave us a review um
1: send us an email and tell us how much you love us.
0: You can send us an email give us give us your best words and because uh, that goes a long way. that means a lot we have a real, we're carrying good ratings on both platforms, so we hope to keep it that way because um, it does help the algorithm helps us get out, share, please because obviously that helps. and because uh, the numbers are growing, you know we're doing good, you know, it's a slow mm. we're doing this the same way we did the page, man, we're just doing it. We're not really we're not doing c- it. We're kind of we're just we're just putting our head down and doing it, and we're getting where we want to go slowly but surely. So that's how it is, man. That's how it goes. So uh, continue listening. If you're listening right now, I mean we're like you know 75 minutes in, so uh, we're crushing it. Um, And I'm happy you guys listen. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's good. So people are people are uh, you know starting off their week with this. I love that it's on Monday. Back yeah, I can't believe we did it on Friday for so long. You know.
1: That was dumb as shit. Whoever had whatever, two, idiot, whatever, whatever two I'm idiots the had the idea to do that, were some real dumb skulls. Yeah, we did that for so long. It was like, yeah, and for and for like the two idiots that came up with the idea, and for the other idiot that didn't tell them at co-signed the time that it was a bad idea. Was, yeah, we were all so many times we're getting him, po- we're getting
0: him shit, and it's during the week he has to produce it, and it's like, wait a minute, if we just flip this, <laughs> we'll be in a weekend. much
1: better spot. Uh, you get to go to sleep and you get the next night Yeah, very important do we Ooh. have uh do we have any other questions or we feel like this is a good um this is a good organic point to uh to segue
2: yeah are we doing song of the week or no i got one more oh. question all right that's
1: last uh, the last, last question, question be a good one.
0: A, oh yeah it's a good one i was gonna i was gonna say this would be the first question but it didn't make any sense because it wasn't music related but uh Anybody have a worst date story? (laughs) (laughs) An absolute just terrible date. It could be for whatever reason. Um,
2: Um, yeah, Drew. I know Drew's Drew's got one. I
1: know Drew's got one. Yeah, Drew's definitely got one.
2: Uh, that's a dude. I I was I forget who I was talking to about this just recently, but funnily enough, man, I
1: don't. Wow. Oh drew doesn't miss he does not miss wow i love a lot that. of people are liars you know yeah good for you drew i like that a lot um uh. i
0: haven't do- i haven't had a train wreck i ha- I really i don't think i've had like a serious train wreck yeah um i mean like as far as first dates i've had dates or i've had like nights that haven't I haven't, yeah. I haven't really I mean, everybody's I haven't, got those I haven't
1: put my best foot forward maybe. Right. but we've all been there I mean it's not, <laughs> you can't bat you can't go you can't bat a thousand every you know every season it's hard
2: left shoe so, was on the right foot
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like uh yeah Chris do you have any um anything else? <laughs> oh, no, <my>
1: <laughs> See, uh, this is so this is so anticlimactic because I don't have any complete and utter train wrecks unless I lie but I can't lie. Um, even though I, I I do lie a lot on this show, nah, you um, can't. I don't know. Like, uh, there's there's like a couple of them that come to mind. Like, <laughs> one of them, um, I mean, it was high school, so I don't really know that it counts. But like, I had gone on a few dates with this girl, and like the the dates were all they were all good, right? Um, and I took the leap of faith to ask this uh, this young lady to. I think it was like the winter ball. So like, it was like a, like a semi form or something, one of those fucking things that you go to when you're in high school. Harvest ball. Um, yeah. So like, like you get dressed up and everything. And like, it was like myself, uh, my buddy, Sean Kelly, uh, and then these two girls and, um, Sean and his date, they ended up dating for a while. Like they had a great time. And then like, I took this other girl and like, we had gone on a couple dates and it was fine, but I took her to this thing and like, she just like, Paid no mind to me the whole night, um, so it was just like it, it wasn't it was nothing super super crazy. Like it was just like one of those things. Like why the fuck, like why why did we even why did we go to this? Like you're not talking to me. What are we how, doing like, here? Yeah, like what are we doing here? And then you're just like you're just biding your time, waiting for waiting for it to be over. Um, another one that comes to mind. This was earlier this year, like in the springtime. Um, I went. Um, I, 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 I went on a few dates, like I saw this person for like a month or so. And like, I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really, you knew, yeah, you knew. And like, we went out and this was in, this was in Boston. Um, they lived in Boston and, um, we went out one night and we were at this place in Brighton, Massachusetts. And I found out that night, like while the date was going on, like literally right around the corner at this concert venue, um, Joyce Manor was playing, mm. and I really liked them. And I, I was the whole night I was just thinking I was like, "Fuck!" Like I'm sitting here like paying for like eighteen dollar drinks, you know, for somebody that I'm not particularly smitten over. Whereas you know, two drinks worth, you know, two drinks for for us could have gotten me into Joyce Manor and saved me the trouble. And uh, it, you know, after that, I was like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta." You know, wash my hands of this uh, situation. But nothing. Luckily, I haven't had any reprehensible experiences. Um, so it's kind of anticlimactic. But I Wonder guess if, none of us have any war stories.
2: <laughs> Wonder if the same could be said about us.
1: I know, right? There's probably <laughs> hopefully there's there's, a, there's 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 people out there that we probably that'll be good though. Like to have like to be known in the circle as like, it was like, Oh, like that was the date. Like that was the night that like uh, something happened.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, uh, the tough thing is you always, you, I guess you kind of always tie it to like first dates. Like, yeah, like we, you know, we mm-hmm. went, and it was just a train wreck because, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's other ex- nights out that I've, I've went out and I've, I've been, you know, Maybe a, little bit too, maybe a little bit too much or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I,
1: almost, I almost lost one of my relationships because I was on the giving end of a situation <laughs> like that once. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, it would have saved me the trouble if if I had lost it at that point. It would have saved a lot of aggravation. But, uh, you know, you, 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 you grow from those situations and uh, you can use them to... Uh, uh, Oh, yeah. subject matter for a podcast years after the fact
0: yep. or songwriting so yeah, or a all book
1: I'll, yeah well let's write a book yeah, i'll use any content i'll sell anything out
0: all right good question. <laughs> good question so if anybody else has anything say it now but if not we're going to move two songs to the week um, i have no
1: objections your honor
0: no objections. Awesome. So this is the part of the podcast where we usually thank our producer, Drew. So, Drew, thank you.
1: Thank you, Drew. Um, Fuck you. Thank
0: you for being on tonight. <laughs> Fuck you. But thank you for being on tonight. Um, I want to have you, we, we, you know, we want to have you on more because we think you got a good voice and it's more fun to have, you know, another personality like i i'm really enjoying the interviews and stuff and this is like a really casual interview so
1: this is the third podcast episode in a row that we've recorded uh three days in a row well yeah three out of four So three out of four hey that's 750 that's yeah. good that's a good batting average we're crushing it yeah. well
0: thank you for having me on fellas thank you very much no problem and um patreons patron patrons thank you patreon <laughs> Cullen, shout out Cullen. Probably gonna say that I messed that up, but <laughs> <clears throat> um, you guys are awesome too. And, and honestly, anybody that's listening. So thank yeah. you. Keep doing what you're Fantastic. doing. Keep it simple. Uh, y- if you want to give, please give. Okay. Yeah. Songs of the week. Who wants to go first? Who has something that they are dying to share? Oh
2: man. Oh, um, Sounds like no one I can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go ahead. I'll, I'll go. I'll go first. If, uh, if nobody else is stepping up to the plate. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Chris. All right. Um, well, I was going to, um, I was going to use <laughs> "Brother the Cloud" by Eddie Vedder, but I already talked about that, so it got demoted. Um, I'm not really super, super duper fired up about anything uh, musically right now, but the song that I've listened to the most um, the last uh, week, couple of weeks, um, is from a band called Moose Blood. Um, they were like a punk rock band from the United Kingdom, I think. Um and they have a song called Cherry. Um, and it's it's not not at all a punk song. It's very, very like mm-hmm. subdued, like just like guitar. Um, and it's super, super sad. But I've been listening to it a lot. Um, so I'll put that as my song of the week. It's really good. It's just kinda like one of those like existential songs where you reevaluate every decision you've ever made in your life and you're like, How did I get here? Why do I have these responsibilities? And like if I get out of them, do I lose everything? <laughs> so that's my song of the week. Hey, man. If cool. the, roles the were next. reversed.
2: Go ahead. Um. So my song, I have a song and I have an album of the week. I'm gonna throw a little Great. humdinger in there. Song Taking of the liberties.
1: week. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh. Song. <laughs> song of the week is "All I Need" by Jacob Collier, mm. uh, Mahalia, and Ty Dolla Sign. Mm. Uh, Jacob Jacob Collier is uh, multiple Grammy Award winner <coughs> excuse me multiple Grammy Award winner musical genius if you don't know him look him up you should his YouTube content is riveting um, and it, this is his very subdued musical talent take genius take on a pop song and it's really 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 good um definitely check it out album of the week is (laughs) uh chain smokers so far so good lo-fi remixes
1: hell yeah oh oh abs this is like this ties it all together I like that.
2: Full circle. <gasps> full
1: circle. <laughs> full circle. <laughs> Everything is full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I'm gonna walk away in silence. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. I love that song.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. That was my favorite <laughs> song off of full circle.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. That song's so good. That's great. Um but yeah, lo fi remix is really good. I, I, if you if you don't know, you should know.
1: So that's for well, now. Cool. I know. Thank you.
2: Yes, good shit.
0: All right, right, and uh, my song of the week is going to be from Kids See Ghosts. Now, have either of you ever heard of this group? Yeah, this is a collaboration. It's a duo project between Kanye West West and and Kid Cudi. Back in 2018, it's uh, it's like it's like five or six songs, like 23 minutes. But the song is free. Uh, Ghost Town Two Part Two or Ghost Town Part Two, and um, you know it's kind of it, it kind of has some Donda vibes. I like guess pre Donda, and uh, it's it's just really. I mean, I, I mean, we loved Kid Cudi. listened to him in, in high school; he was pretty big. And and Kanye, I, I like his beats. I kind of like the, his style of, of music at times. Um, so this is a really cool project. The two of them together. The album is really fun. It's pretty. It's pretty fun to kind of bump in the car. So mm-hmm. I was listening to it earlier um, this week a few times. Um So yeah, this is it's pretty it's a pretty fun project to listen to. It's just you know, like I said, it's like 25, 25 minutes of music they produced together because they they collaborated with each other over the years. But uh, they finally got in the studio back in twenty eighteen and did this. So uh, I'm gonna use that as my song of the week. Oh yeah, great rock and roll.
1: Yes, sir good. so we have three songs of the week and an album of the week i can't wait to do album of the year <laughs> oh my god this is going to be it's going to be a big moment you know um shout out to our
0: singer in the band sam Culp, back in the day cuz he actually you know come come around new years he would always post a list of his top albums that came out in the past year and they were always you know just really solid you know i mean it's just like it, you know it's just a good reflection it's a good it's a good exercise and and i've been like you know he did i maybe did it first like COVID year the first time i saw it and he just write it on notepad and you know post on instagram so he always was really solid i want to get cool. i want to have him on sometime too man that'd be fun i have
1: a friend who does that same thing like as albums come out um he just like keeps a running tab in like the notes app and just adds yeah. them and tears them and then at the end of the year he shares them uh yeah I always really, really like that. He's always the, the guy that I I go to. And, uh, you know, if something comes out, <laughs> he lets me know, which is great. Yeah.
2: Shout, shout out to Sam Cope in a different since getting married next weekend, too. Oh, my and, goodness.
1: Uh, Congrats to Sam. Next weekend, huh? Wow. That's big. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. That's awesome. well, thanks for having me on, fellas.
1: Thank you, Drew, for yes. coming on and for putting up with us.
2: It's been a good time.
0: Beers are drank, cheers guys. Um cheers, everybody. if you like the podcast, listen next week. And if you didn't, listen next week. Cheers. <laughs> Rock and roll. Have a great week, guys. Take See care, everybody. just a regular episode baby. Yep. We just have I our producer. Ass. Yeah, true. True. Um so you're actually not a part of this episode. We're just here for <laughs> editorial stuff. Yes. So then you can give us feedback right away live like they do. Like did you get that Drew? Like, yeah, you guys are good. So you're just you're just here for audience purposes.
2: Yeah. So please right
0: just
1: please don't speak. <laughs> please keep the commentary to a minimum. Just Shut I, don't the fuck app. <laughs> Please do not open your mouth. <laughs> All right guys. <laughs> does everybody have a drink? Yeah, of course. All right,
0: does every are they open? Should we crack them at the same time? No, mine's was... already open. Yeah, my...